You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. Hey, when's the last time you bought yourself something super nice? Like something you have no business buying? Not for a long time. I bought these like furry slippers, furry uh, insoles for my slippers. Mm-hmm. You know, get a little taste of the, the rich life. Okay. But that's it. I don't want to like do the major stuff they're doing out there. Well, I, I don't think you would be able to. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Nikki Trends. It's Manny Oso. And you are listening to Bubble Bath Stories, your favorite 15-minute podcast. And please do not be disappointed that it is just us. I know we have spoiled you with guests the last yeah. couple episodes. But it's just your favorite duckies until... Are you ready to get into it? It's well, been a fucking week. I mean, a lot of people are talking about this. It's the number one thing on people's, on the tip of people's tongues right now. Yeah. Um, the Titan disaster that happened. Oh, I kept thinking people were misspelling it. It was like typo. I thought it was supposed to be Titan. No, they didn't call the submarine after the disaster they were going to go explore. And they should have! <laughs> I mean, the name that they give it makes it sound like it was indestructible. But from the sound of what happened... I mean, okay, if you unless you have legit been living under a rock in outer space, we are talking about the tragedy that happened earlier this week when five people went out into Ocean Gate, which is a submersive submarine to go tour the titanic wreckage and unfortunately all people who were on the submarine all five people lost their lives some believe that it happened immediately once they were let go into the oceans others believe that it happened slowly over time over a course of like four days and basically if you've been on tiktok some tiktokers have been showing what it looks like to be in extreme heat and then drop into water. And I got to tell you, that shit looks scary as fuck. They're saying it was a millisecond. They had a millisecond before all this tragedy happened. No, yeah, it's it's pretty nuts. I mean, everybody's got an animation out or some kind of graphic that they're trying to show so that we can try to fathom what it was that these people went through. And I gotta tell you, each time I see one of those, I just gotta swipe out of yeah. that video because it's like, it's too much, man. Like, it's pretty nuts what happened to them. And the nuttier thing that I'm seeing with society yeah. is the flip that people have done. Like, when it first came out, when the first news first yeah. came out, I couldn't help but hear only people talking about, oh, well, so what? It's just a bunch of rich people. So what? It's just a bunch of rich yeah. people. And then once, like, the details started coming out, everybody started flipping and, like, you know what? It, it does suck their down. And it does. It, it, it's terrible what happened. But I got to be honest. I'm, I think I was one of those people, too. Because when I first heard it, I thought the same thing. Like, who cares? A couple of rich people are lost at sea. Yeah, and but then, then you find out they're Then not you find out lost. the details and you're like, damn, like, this is nuts. So, okay. These people paid two hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. One yeah. of the guy bought. One of the billionaires bought his son on. And actually, a lot of people are a little more distraught for the kid than yeah. they are for the parent. Because then it later came out that he was texting family members. He was really scared, and he was only doing it 
to um, make his dad happy and because it was Father's Day. So wow. after all this happened, I mean, listen. Because it was we, a Father's Day trip. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we've gone through, what, seven, eight days of this. We're not here to break down or give you theories. But yeah. this did leave us, lead us to believe what the fuck are billionaires and other rich people paying for? The, the, the things that you can find as far as extreme tourism, it when you read what entails into doing it, it's like, like there's a, there's a short few of us who just want to look at death in the eye. I mean, that's what it feels like. Could you imagine having all this money at your fingertips? I mean, you can legit do every and any. Yeah. But like the need to feel alive is to do something so fucking crazy and mm-hmm. dangerous that you're risking your life for the one thing that you should probably be a little more precious about. Yeah, they're throwing <clears throat> caution to the wind and saying, "Let's drop some cash and do the most dangerous shit possible." And don't get me wrong, I am not against exploration. I'm not against that at all. I'm not against us as humankind reaching further than where our fingertips can get to because we need to do that kind of stuff. You know, we need to know how far down we can go and how far up we can go. We need to know what what is everywhere around the world. But the problem with the exploration these people were doing, there was no scientific merit Oh my, yeah, it. you kept saying, you were like, you know, I thought there were, sci-. I was like, I no, thought, there's nothing I scientific thought, happening. That's what I was thinking when I started flipping on my feelings towards this. I was like, well, you know what? Maybe, no. maybe they were a bunch of scientists. No, no it wasn't even a bunch of science. So here's what we did. We looked up a few things that were like, why are you guys doing this? So some things that are death defying that I found. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mount Everest. Number one. Believe on- it or not, even the most trained of climbers, that's like a really hard mountain to climb. So let's just throw it out. 310 people in total deaths. It sounds so bad. As far as people who have gone up, 310 people have died trying to Yes. Five to ten people average. It's a five to ten person average for deaths a year. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's too much. If if I am thinking about doing something and the activity has an annual amount of people that die, yeah. I am not going there. Yeah, it's it's like you don't you don't have death statistics for the NBA. So it's so dangerous there, right? But the government is still giving so you need a permit, first yeah. of all. So the government is still giving out permits. And this year alone, they've done four hundred and seventy-nine permits. So you know how much money that is for per per How much do they pay for the permits? Twelve thousand pounds, which equivalents to fifteen thousand three hundred three dollars and fifty-four cents. There's a free mountain trail up here in New York City. <laughs> How? So I know like people who are extreme adventurous yeah. and who get sponsored. And I know that. But could you imagine I could have $50,000 to maybe survive climbing? But that goes back to what I'm saying. We've already climbed Everest. What's your, what are you doing it for exactly? Well, it's a tourist destination and a playground for the thrill-seeking rich. That's how it's described. Mm-hmm. Even with little experience of climbing high altitude, people are still willing to pay almost up to 48,000 pounds, which is equivalent to $61,193.52 yeah. to be guided to the summit. Yeah. 
Now, um, there's a um, Alan Arnett, who was a mountaineer who climbed Everest in 2011, now writes that regularly on conditions, uh, it's been chaos. It's been absolute. I mean, they talk about how much trash is up there. I was going to say, tell us about the litter. There's so much trash there that they had to, um, what is it? They had to enforce a trash deposit. Yeah. They're still- so that way they can get up there and clean something. There are still dead bodies. They can't get to them. There are dead bodies in Mount Everett. There are people climbing over dead bodies. I, w- I read about um, that there's a trail that when you walk up Mount Everest that you know you're at a certain point when you pass this one dead body that they haven't been able to move. Just like in the Simpsons. Yeah, I think they call it I think they call it green boots because the guys got these Was that an episode of the boots. Simpsons? Probably, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but you know, we've climbed Mount Everest. Like not you guys are going us. up there. Not us, but humans. We've gotten up there. Like there's other mountains, there's other you know, the the people in Nepal too, I'm sure they welcome the money. Absolutely. Well, well, they're saying that's what the problem is, that they're giving out way too many and it's actually overcrowding and it's not good for the conditions, the natural conditions of the mountain. But when you're in a country like that, that's probably not seeing money like that too often. You're probably just like, I'm not looking past. I don't think the people, I think the government, whoever like is right, the people who are charging it yeah. are seeing the money. I think no, what I'm saying is I don't think they're seeing past what the, what oh, the outcome yeah. could be yeah. of letting so many permits go through. Well, they, they're they thinking the same thing we're thinking. Yeah. You're stupid, but if you're willing to but pay this money, pay who the hell am I? Um, another one. This is gonna. Yeah. I don't know. This might make you mad. Um, remember when HBO came out with that limited series Chernobyl? Yeah. It turns out that some influencers thought it'd be a great idea to go and visit. So now visiting Chernobyl became a part of what rich people do and what people do for clout to get exposure on social media. How much does it cost to visit Chernobyl? Um, it is a hundred between a hundred and three hundred dollars per person to do a tour. Yeah. Okay. So, um, basically what this is, this is the only practical way to visit Chernobyl, um, exclusion zone is, is part of a guided Chernobyl tour. That's that, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I bet you're going to ask, is Chernobyl still radioactive? And yes. It is still radioactive. Yes, it is. It says it's going to be like that for over 10,000 years. Um, in my research, it says, uh, that the exclusion zone. Yeah. Which is where you shouldn't be. Is this 20 mile radius around the plant where people have largely been evacuated mm-hmm. to their from their homes and stuff like that. Yeah. So imagine that this is just $100, $300 for the tour. Yeah. If you are not from where Chernobyl is, that means you're traveling there. That means hotel expenses. That So you're racking at least a few thousand dollars. I mean, it can't be cheap to go out that way. It, Even just for like a wedding. And the <laughs> Imagine going for thrill-seeking extreme tourism. Like, and what? did they not watch the rest of the show? <laughs> so what they do this because so, they wanna they they wanna take pictures they wanna are I, and that makes me wonder like are are any of these people students of chemistry or no. radiation of no. some sort? No, they said it, it, they said there was a hike. What is it? In twenty twenty, only 
32,000 people visited the exclusion zone. 72,000 fewer than 2019. And I think that's because of COVID. And that's the problem. It's all tourists. It, none of them are for scientific research in no. any way. No, international tourists intrigued after watching HBO's oh Chernobyl series. Not scientific <laughs> research. Like, like, I hear complaints of peop- online of people saying that there's people going to Auschwitz for the wrong reasons. Uh, yeah, you know? I mean, I think it's kind of... It's like, like, do you ever know why you're where you are? I saw a picture that pissed me off the other day. It's not the same thing. But <laughs> this girl went to Japan, right? And she took a picture in front of a life-size version of a Pokemon that was supposed to look like it was encased, like being held captive. Okay. And the Pokemon was like this, like in chains. Yeah. And so she takes a picture next to it like this. Oh, she did it. And I'm just like, what? Do you even know what character you're in front of? (laughs) Well, that's like people who remember Jake Paul or whatever the fuck his name is. He got canceled for like five minutes because yeah. he did that video in the, the what is it, the Suicide Forest? Uh-huh. But people go and visit. I read in The Atlantic, um, there's this uh, this reporter who was talking about these thrill seekers. Um, J. John Lennon, tourism professor for Glasgow University, right? So anyways, he says, if you can go a step further than the pack, if you can do something more daring, intriguing, and enigmatic, than the others and if it's photogenic all the better and when he said that at the end i thought that's 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 it that's it that's the one that just for the photo that is why because if you don't take a picture it never happened let me tell you a couple things that i saw right and i thought to myself like why are you guys doing this like there's no reason to do this you know cliff camping you, is that the people who like you, sleep on the and the climb cliff? up the cliff? You set up a tent on the edge of the cliff, and you sleep overnight. That wouldn't work for me. Lowest cost, averaging twelve hundred bucks a night. That wouldn't work for me. I twelve hundred bucks to drop thirty stories and when you wake up in the morning. <laughs> Why? Do they know. do that, pack up, and then go back down, or do they continue to, like, what's I the imagine they do that, they pack up, and they go back down, because you, who would want to do two nights of that? Bro, I wouldn't be able to sleep. Oh my god, what are some other ones you found? You ever heard of base jumping? Yes. Base, B-A-S-E, stands for building <laughs> and Oh, it's an acronym? Structure, oh, yeah, I didn't know that either. <laughs> Building antenna, structure, and earth. So these are people who free dive off of just the sides of stuff. Off the sides of cliffs, off the sides of buildings, off the sides like of the sand deserts. Yeah, yeah. And they just deserts. And they just dive and hope their parachute works. No. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go all over the world. I thought the base jumping was with the like the bat wings. Um, no no no. So that's uh the parachute gliding. But they use those suits. But the, oh. the difference is, it's not like there's a pilot that where they can like, you know, it's it's out in the middle of nowhere most of the time, you know, or at the in the middle of a city structure. It's like imagine somebody jumping off a building out here in New York, Ugh. and then they splat. That you know, I hate to say this, but I don't 
think that would disrupt New York's day, which is <laughs> a lot to say. You told me about a really interesting one. Though. Yeah. Well, well, before we go, uh, the base jumping, as far as the cost, mm -hmm. um, before you can do a base jumping you on your own, you have to do 200 to 500 jumps out of a plane. No. How much did that jump cost when you went? I don't know if I paid for it. Imagine 500 of them, and then you can start base jumping. People are weirdos. But you told me about yeah. a real... You told me one that I was like, I had questions that needed to be answered, so... If you work in this particular part of tourism, please reach out to us because we want to talk to you. The one where people just get dropped in the middle of nowhere. Oh, okay. This one really made me think, <laughs> you guys are stupid. There is, all this is, is waste and, re, and public resources being used wrongly. I just need to know what. Hella skiing. <laughs> so you get in a helicopter. No, that's not the one. The one where they drop you in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get back to Heliski. Uh, what you're talking about is a get lost trip. That one is weird too. What are the procedures? So get lost trips are where you pay a company like averaging like 15 grand. They, they drop you off in the middle of nowhere. And I when I say middle of nowhere, I mean like the Sahara Desert or... Or the plains of Mbabwe or something. Like, seriously, no <laughs> cell phone, a pack, and they just, it's a survival trip. And they give you a map, and you're supposed to just read the map and know where to go. And that's it. That's the trip. But if you don't know, what are the procedures? $15,000 to die. $15,000? In the middle of nowhere. Because let me tell you, you will die. <laughs> You know what? I will say this because there is a lot of talks about how this money to a millionaire, billionaire, it's like basically twenty dollars to us. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, I wouldn't pay twenty bucks to put my life on the line. And I get it. As soon as you walk outside, you're taking a risk. That's true. But I'm also not paying extra money to take the extra risk. Yeah, you know, like some of them, like I, I love roller coasters. Yes. But roller coasters fuck up all the time. Yes. <laughs> But I, I'll still go on them, you know? But this, some of these just make no sense. I was saying hella skiing. Yeah. They, you get on a helicopter and they drop you on the top of a mountain. You're just supposed to ski all the way down. How much does that cost? Well, first of all, you got to charter the helicopter. These things, these things are like 13 grand on a low season. Jesus. Imagine if you get hurt up there. Now we got to send someone up there to get you... You better have really that helicopter good, could be saving someone's life. You better have some really good insurance. It, it, I, I will say this: your money, do whatever the hell you want. But yeah. like the public has an opinion, and you got to deal with it. Look, those guys paid two fifty for that submarine trip, right? It's, yeah, it's seven hundred fifty thousand to go to Mariana Trench with James Cameron. <laughs> They're billionaires, right? Yeah. I, listen, I would have gone with James Cameron. They really, I mean, also, if you're going to spend the money, just go full throttle and spend it on something that you know is going to be safe. Don't go for a company that's cheaping out. Definitely. Some honorable mentions yeah. from people who just have money to fucking spend. A Mer uh, Diamond Mercedes Benz. Oh, I heard about that. Yes. How much is that? I... $48 million to make. I think the guy is charging to take pictures with a it to make up the money. <laughs> just to touch it. Now, I'm no car expert. 
But how is that good for your car? Why are you touching it? Why do you need to touch it? A yacht costing about $450 million. And I'm not talking about Jeff Bezos' like monstrosity. Um, this is called the Eclipse Yacht, which was purchased by a billionaire in 2010. It's the second largest private yacht in the world and perhaps the biggest waste of money. Also, notable mention... This unnecessary cage fight between Elon Musk and Zuckerberg. Oh my god! I mean, we can go on, but this is only a 15-minute podcast. Yeah. Guys, what would you spend your money on yes. if you were a billionaire? Yes. What would you spend your money on? Or do you just think we save should- Save your money. You would save your money and not do anything of interest. That's fine, too. Because, you know, some people need to stay at home and talk yes, about the trip. <laughs> yes, I would donate. i just donate. Yeah. If you want a thrill, donate. My brother used to buy video games and tell us to play them and tell us what happened. <laughs> to tell him what happened. I mean. <laughs> if you guys want to know what we're up to, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, at Bubble Bath Stories. You can find me at Got No Time For This on Instagram. And you can find me at Nikki Trends on Instagram. And if you're looking to pick up some official merchandise, you should check out our website, bubblebathstories.co. If you want to just spread some love, you can also email us at bubblebathstories at gmail.com. And until next time, duckies, bye. bye.